just the other day I came in, I was actually not having the best day, and I sat on the couch, and the kitties surrounded me, and it was just so calming. I'm Phil Hatterman, and this is Dog Words, presented by Rosie Fund. Today, Melissa Chrysler and Don Morgan welcome us to the Second Cup Cat Cafe in Olathe, Kansas. If you're new to Dog Words, in each episode we explore the world of dog care and companionship. We Save Each Other is the motto of Rosie Fund, which simply means the more we do for dogs, the more they do for us, and they already do a lot. Right now, we are running a very special fundraiser in our Bonfire Apparel Store. The Rosie Fund, All the Coffee, All the Books, All the Dogs shirt is one of our best sellers. Now you can also get All the Coffee, All the Books, All the Cats shirt. As with all Rosie Fund purchases, the profits go to help senior and harder-to-adopt dogs find their forever home. Here's the really special part. If you order your All the Cats shirt by December 21st, a generous benefactor is going to match the Rosie Fund donation with a donation to Melissa's Second Chances. The Bonfire Store link is in the description and on our website, rosiefund.org. Let's help the dogs and the cats this holiday season. You can still support Rosie Fund by making a donation on our website or Facebook page. You can also contribute by making a purchase from the store on our website, buying any of the shirts at bonfire.com, or buying our note cards featuring Rosie and Peaches and our shirts on barkyours.com. Links are in the description. Your donations and purchases help fund the Rosie Life Starter Kits that make sure the senior and harder-to-adopt dogs have some of the items they'll need in their forever home. Any donation amount is greatly appreciated, but some popular levels are $30 that provides a collar and leash for a Rosie Life Starter Kit dog, and $100 covers their entire kit. You can also support Rosie Fund by downloading, subscribing, rating, and most importantly, sharing dog words. Follow us on social media, even if you aren't looking for a dog. Watching and sharing the videos helps our channel gain exposure, bringing awareness to our cause and giving shelter dogs much-needed attention. Our free Rosie Fund YouTube channel offers great videos of Rosie, Peaches, and shelter dogs looking for their forever home. The description has a link with video from our visit to Second Cup Cat Cafe. We welcome your comments, questions, and suggestions, especially if you have an idea for a topic or guest. Go to the podcast page at rosiefund.org to share your thoughts. Next time on Dog Words, the dog gurus share their expertise to help others in the pet services industry. The mission of Rosie Fund is to provide humans with the resources and education they need to give senior and harder-to-adopt dogs a better life. We thank you for joining our mission. Today on Dog Words, we're in an unusual place for a podcast that's called Dog Words. We are at Second Cup Cat Cafe with Melissa Chrysler and Don Morgan. Welcome to Dog Words. Thank you. We had Caitlin Thompson on about a year ago, and I'll link to that episode in our description for this episode to talk about Melissa's Second Chances. So, Melissa, if you could just give us a refresher on what is Melissa's Second Chances. It is a nonprofit animal shelter located in Shawnee, Kansas. We rescue dogs, cats, bunnies, guinea pigs, various other animals at occasions we are needed. And as we talked about in that episode, you're not a huge foundation with big events and money flowing in. It's volunteers getting everything done that needs to be done from 
upkeep to the space and fostering and everything that happens is due to somebody who cares, somebody who wants to be helping. So you need volunteers, you need donors, anyone who's interested in that, there'll be a link to Melissa's Second Chances in the episode. And if sometimes it sounds like we're distracted or not focused, that's because we're covered in cats (laughs) who are so sweet. Lots of helpers in this room. Because Second Cup is a cat cafe. So how did you get from, first of all, how did you start Melissa's Second Chances? And then we'll get into how did we add a cat cafe? It's been a long journey. I actually started uh, volunteering and helping animals. Well, pretty much did it all my life. But professionally, when I was very young, at the age of 20, I started volunteering in an animal shelter. Oops. And over the years, I helped many rescues and shelters and donated and fostered and volunteered. And then I opened a doggy daycare boarding facility in a small location, less than a year, we outgrew our space, so I moved. I was still in a lease, and I thought, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to run my own organization. So Melissa's Second Chances was born out of many years of learning how to and how not to run an animal shelter. And after we were open for probably a year... I started the vision of the cat cafe. Dogs are a lot easier to adopt out than cats. Cats don't always show well at adoption events. Mm -hmm. Well, you think about the dogs that have trouble getting adopted. And part of the reason I get distracted is because cats keep sitting on my mixing board and I have to make sure (laughs) that my sound levels are still good and that I'm still recording because the the record button has been sat on multiple times. (laughs) But you think about the dogs that have trouble getting adopted, some of them have what you would describe as cat behavior that they're standoffish and they don't immediately present well in the kennel where, you know, they're right there panting and barking and happy to see you. You don't get that with with cats. Cats are a little more circumspect with how they approach a possible adopter and conduct themselves with a little more refinement and dignity than in dogs. So yeah, they're might be harder to to get adopted so you are addressing that need yes in an environment like this the cats are comfortable they live here and we've made the room a happy place for them they get lots of attention lots of enrichment they have things to climb and scratch and you know cats like to be up high so we made sure to incorporate that they're very comfortable here and when someone comes into the cafe Typically, they are greeted immediately by kitties. That They're was my happy experience. You're here. I think they show well in an environment like this because they're happy and comfortable. When you take them to adoption events, it's hit or miss. Some of them are too scared. And it's a new environment. Yes. It can be overwhelming. When we walked in, there were a couple cats who were immediately wanting to greet us, but then there were other cats off in the distance, just sizing things up, and then others have warmed up to us. If you follow Rosie Fund on social media, you have probably already seen video of this space before this episode gets posted, because my wife Dawn is getting some videos, and just what you described, it's this great space where 
some can hang out up high and there's scratch pads and a comfy couch, tables and chairs, other play areas, a big exercise wheel. So obviously the Second Cup Cat Cafe is for cats. How do humans use the Cat Cafe? Well, you can come in and hang out, have a cup of coffee, hot tea, and it's very relaxing. We typically have nice music playing. There's not always a podcast interview taking place. Not always, no, no. <laughs> unfortunately. We've got kitty cat coloring books and puzzles. We've got a nice comfy couch, as you said. I have people that come in with their laptop and sit and work, which, as you can see, you get lots of help from the kitties. Mm-hmm. When I have admin work to do, I love sitting in here. It's just a very relaxing environment. We also hold events in here. We're going to do cat yoga. We're going to do a paint your pet event. We had a birthday party here yep. last weekend. A little girl, she was five. It was a huge hit. I'm sure it was. So it's such a nice big space. You can do a lot of things in here, but the best part is just hanging out with all the great kitties. Even though all these cats and kittens are adoptable, you don't have to be interested in adopting a cat to come here. You can just come if you want to hang out with some cats, be in a nice spot, do a little bit of snuggling and cuddling or playing. Or if you are looking for a cat to take home with you, this is a great way to do it because it's such a natural environment. Mm -hmm. You really get a good read on kind of what their personality is like and you know, how playful they are versus, you know, how much they want to just hang out and sit on the couch. And you can really find a cat that matches the personality of what fits in your household. If it's a cat that takes a while to warm up with you after a few visits, then you find that connection with a cat. And that can be a cat that fits your lifestyle, your household, and is not going to have as many surprises. Like, well, what, are we, what are we getting into? What's this cat exactly. going to be like in our house? It's probably going to be a lot like this and take some of the guesswork out of it. The motto of Rosie Fund is we save each other. And of course, we focus primarily on dogs. But like Dawn was saying, you don't have to be here to adopt a cat. Nope. We save each other means we do so much for dogs. They do so much for us. Just hanging out here you're helping to socialize these cats. You're doing something for them. You're getting them accustomed to a strange person coming in and it's still being a safe place. But they're doing something for you. Because, Melissa, when you were saying you come in here to do admin work, you can actually be de-stressing while you're doing work. It's, It's a great environment. And supporting the Cat Cafe is helping the cats. Because, unfortunately... With a business, you know, you have rent, you have utilities, you have overhead. That's how we fund keeping it open. Definitely not trying to get rich. I I just want to help cats. Mm -hmm. And you've got to get a little more creative when it comes to helping the kitties get adopted. And the great thing about this is a lot of times the cats pick their people. Yes. They're drawn to your energy. And we, in a very short time that we've been open, we have found quite a few kitties' homes. And I think it's due to, it's just a great setup for that. Well, you see it in the shelter, a dog or a cat that is not presenting well, which doesn't necessarily mean, like with dogs, you think about, oh, they're antisocial or they're reactive. Sometimes it's, they're just ignoring what's happening around them. They're just curled up at the back of their kennel 
or they play with their toy and don't even look up when someone walks by. And then someone will come in and a dog or a cat, you can just see the change come over them. They just immediately connect. They'll make eye contact or they come to the front of their kennel. They pick that person. And here's an environment where I'm sure that connection is even more profound and dramatic because the cat can go right up to them or people who are regulars, whether they're visitors or Melissa and Dawn, can see that cat that is in your lap is never in people's lap. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Appreciate what's happening to yes. you right now. Yes. Just the other day I came in, I was actually not having the best day, and I sat on the couch and the kitties just surrounded me. And it was just so calming. And it, I didn't even realize until... I had posted a picture, and one of the staff members had commented that it was nice to see. Because when kitties get adopted, then we move new kitties in. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it takes them a little bit to adjust to one another. And she had commented that she noticed that those particular kitties had accepted each other. And I think it's because they were comforting me. Mm -hmm. They picked up on my little bit of stress energy, and they all surrounded me. And in turn, it helped them adjust to each other. Yeah, they had a common goal, yes. a common purpose, and that, just as with people, can unite cats and dogs. How is the Second Cup Cafe staffed? The other part of the building is a doggy daycare, and we have a grooming facility. So we're all just kind of doing everything at this point. It's so new. Our staff is very small, and everybody does everything until we can really get going. We do have support from the shelter. I have a basically a liaison that helps choose being attacked by a kitten. Um, In the sweetest way. <laughs> In the sweetest. That helps choose the kitties. She is a volunteer and foster, and she's been with me for quite a long time, and she helps choose the right kitties to come. And so we do have support from volunteers as well. Basically, that's it. I would love to get to the point where this cat cafe is doing so well that we have dedicated staff to be in here. Yes. Right now, we're just kind of all pitching in. And Someone who's not interested in being staff, who doesn't need to be staff, but could be a volunteer, can help you get to that point. Yes. Because that can help coverage, get more exposure. So anybody who wants to volunteer to help Second Cup get there, or maybe someone has experience with a similar sort of environment mm -hmm. who might offer something that you didn't even realize you need, I'm sure you're welcome to any sort oh. of suggestions, input, Absolutely. resources, anybody who can assist. What are your hours? We are open Monday through Friday, 7 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 5, and Sundays 12 to 5. You can make reservations at our website, melsmenagerie.com. We also accept walk-ins. We're still trying to get the word out, so we're happy to have anybody come through the door. And yes, volunteers are always welcome. When you've got this many kitties, you've got a lot of cleaning. Mm -hmm. And even as the owner, I scoop litter boxes and yep. do laundry. And I'm Is there a minimum age requirement for someone to volunteer? If they are under 16, they need a parent present. I know that some of the kitty cafes do not allow children. We do. I think it's good for kids to learn how to <laughs> be respectful with the kitties. 
as long as the, the kids are good with the cats, we welcome children. Um, well, that's a, a good opportunity for a parent who has a child who maybe wants a cat. Yes. To yes. say, having a cat isn't just all snuggling on the couch. Yes. Right. So let's go volunteer at Second Cup, and you can meet kitties, get a kitty fix, but also learn... How do you take care of a cat, yes. and what are those responsibilities? And even if it's not a child who's getting a cat, just learning responsibilities like that. Learning how to treat the kitties. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a mom, and that was always a big deal in my house, that my kids were respectful of my animals. That's important to me, and kids aren't born with that. No. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to learn. How do you pet the kitty, and if the kitty's had enough, the kitty walks away, and you let it. <laughs> And that translates to human interactions, understanding boundaries and empathy and personal responsibility. It's not just in a cat cafe or when you have a cat. Absolutely. And so learning it in that environment would be great. We have listeners all over the world. So if you are not in Johnson County or the greater Kansas City area, you might think that would be awesome, but I can't come volunteer. You can still contribute online to Melissa's Second Chances, but you may have friends or relatives in the Kansas City area who aren't dog people and don't listen to dog words, but you can tell them, because you listen to dog words, check this out. I know you're a cat person. I know you're looking for some activities for your children. Go to Melissa's Second Cup Cat Cafe. So you have the tables and chairs, which are appropriate for event space, and you mentioned that you've had the birthday party Mm -hmm. here that was a big hit. I'm sure all of that little girl's friends have now already asked their parents, can we have our birthday party <laughs> <I hope> so. <laughs> there? So what kind of events do you have and what do you offer for anyone who's booking an event? Our events are limited only by your imagination. We have two different spots. So you can do an event in the Kitty Cafe. So that would be specific to the cats that are here. We don't have you bring your own cats. This would be the cats that are here. But also the daycare area on the weekends is also an event space. So we can do a birthday party for your dog, a gotcha day party for your adopted dog. We can do your birthday party if you just want to have your friends come and bring their dogs and everybody play. We can do any of those things. You can do a girl's night out. You can do whatever you want to do. We will work with you and we will make that event happen for you. We also, I am very supportive of all nonprofits, but especially animal related so there's a lot of rescue groups that maybe want to have a get together and they want to include animals um there's not a lot of events and they don't want to spend money on renting an event space when they're trying to raise money right right Right. you're already eating into your donations so we try to make it very reasonable and there's not a lot of places where you can have events where you can have animals and regardless of how reasonable you make that expense the money that they're spending is going to help animal welfare. Yes, that's right. Yes, absolutely. So I'm the sky's the limit. We hold any kind of event. We have a nice fenced-in yard, so if you have a dog event, the dogs have a place to go to the bathroom where it's safe. We have a good parking lot. We're open to any and all ideas. And it's real easy to check out the event space if you're interested. Yeah. This might be an option. Come, Come hang by. out at the Cat Cafe yeah. and... And, and also get a tour of what your options might be for an event. We have some things planned already. I think I mentioned the kitty yoga, the paint your pet. We're getting things on the calendar as we can that in turn also help support the shelter. So, um, yeah, any any ideas? And 
I've been doing this for a long, long time, but I still, I still love to hear new and fresh ideas. So if people have suggestions, I don't know. Who's teaching your kitty yoga? I have a wonderful yoga instructor. I also have a little farm and she does my goat yoga and she just likes to help animals. And anyone who's interested in goat yoga, when you see that event posted, enroll immediately. It's so fun. It will fill up like that. It is the best. And it's not limited to goats. We call it goat yoga, but my turkeys are, they're really into yoga. Try and stop the turkeys. (laughs) Good luck with that. And as someone, I've I've not done goat or cat yoga, but I'm a certified yoga instructor and I've taught dog yoga. I have a friend, Jesse Schroyer. I'll link to that episode in the description who does the dog yoga at Bar K, but she's also taught goat yoga. Something I want to emphasize is you need not have any experience with yoga. The instructors who teach cat yoga, goat yoga, dog yoga, or doga are teaching an all-levels class, so you don't need to be able to do handstands or the splits or no Sanskrit language or anything. You just have to be willing to spend time with a cat or a dog or a goat. Yes, yes, and they love to be involved and, um, you know, occasionally hop on your back or things, but... Because part of the, yeah, well, part of the philosophy of yoga is being present and mindful, that people think of a yoga practice as whatever movements they see celebrities doing yoga on the cover of Yoga Journal or something, but it's the the being present, being mindful, and (laughs) letting go of the stresses of the day or whatever obligations or responsibilities you have and just being in the moment. So even if that means you're not doing the pose that the instructor is cueing, but you're being present with a cat or a yes. dog or a goat and just finding joy in what they're doing or what you're doing with them, you're getting all the benefit you can from a yoga practice. Absolutely. Yes. It's very relaxing. I would like to point out when you walk in a shelter, whether it has dogs or has cats, it smells like I'm in a shelter. This doesn't smell like a shelter. If I were allergic to cats, I'm sure I would notice as soon as I walk through the door, there's cats. But if you blindfolded me and brought me in, I wouldn't know that I was in a space that has, what, over a dozen cats? We have 20 plus right now. So two dozen cats? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, the volunteers are helpful. It's a lot of cleaning, the litter boxes a lot we're constantly doing laundry and cleaning i want it to be a comfortable and happy environment not just for the kitties but for the humans that come you know and you have kids in here and myself too like i get on the floor i right Mm -hmm. oh yeah the floor is clean it takes a lot of work to keep that we try to be very conscientious about the cleanliness of the facility because their health and safety depends on it so Mm -hmm. we are very aware. Oh, yes. The cats all look very healthy. One in particular, we're not going to call her out on air, is maybe a little too healthy. <laughs> yeah, she likes her snacks. But we love her. We but she's are, not overweight. She's no. just a little fuller figured she's than her uh, roommates. We are very conscientious of the cats. If they come in and we feel like after a few days that maybe this isn't the best environment for them, then they move back to foster. I only want cats here that are happy to be here. And it's not for every cat, but the majority, we've only had a few that just couldn't 
settle in. I mean, it's just a fun room. Mm -hmm. Sometimes in the evening, I have a hard time leaving because I just, I just like being in here. It's just a fun place, and we have some really great cats. And it helps. We can save more kitties this way. Yes. We actually had to transfer in kitties from another shelter because we needed more cats, which that nothing makes me happy. That's a good problem to have. That's, that's, yes. that's the problem. goal. Yes. To be out of cats would just be wonderful. Wouldn't right? it? No cats are needing their forever home. They're already in it. The uh, furniture, you have the one couch, which I'm sure is very popular. Oh, yes. Are you looking at adding more furniture, more couches? We are. We went ahead and opened, and I, I wanted to get a feel for what made the kitties happy. And um, since you also use it as an event space, yeah. you kind of need the tables and chairs yes. for... And so people can that, work. Yeah. I wanted to have places, and like we did the birthday party, so people can sit. They're welcome to bring their lunch in. You may have to share. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, but it's yeah. not like you're walking into a restaurant and eating your lunch and then, surprise, there's a cat. Right, exactly. It's like you know <laughs> exactly. when you walk through the door. They might want to help you with yes. your lunch. But, yes, it's evolving as we figure out what the kitties like. I have some some ideas, as like the, the kitties painted on the wall. That was kind of an afterthought. And now that it's... It'll just keep getting bigger and better as we go. So you have coffee and tea... And full disclosure, I've already asked this question once, but a cat <laughs> turned off the recording. But people can bring in their own drinks, and you said they can bring in their own food, yes. which they may have to share. Yes. Uh, disagreement's happening. Yes, we have every entry gets a free complimentary drink. We have hot and cold beverages. We have some prepackaged snacks for sale um, in the lobby of the daycare. If you get here and you think, I need a snack. But you are absolutely welcome to bring in your lunch, bring in your own drink. We just want people to come and... Because, yeah, it, it's about the cats. What, it's about Whatever the cats. gets you in to either maybe adopt a cat or at the very least just be a cat's friend for a few minutes or a few hours. So it's a great space. It's easy to get to. It's just right off of I-35 in Santa Fe. If you know where Robert Brogdon is in, in Olathe, you're just... North of that. Yes. So easy to find, ample parking. We have great hours. If the daycare is open, the kitty cafe is open, um, you can come by early in the morning and have your cup of coffee and sit with the cats. I have a lady that comes in once a week. She currently cannot have cats where she lives, but she loves cats. Yes. And so she comes in once a week to get her kitty fix. And I think that's awesome. That's a win-win for everyone. Cannot think of a better place to do it. So check out Melissa's Second Chances, Second Cup. Also, if you need daycare and grooming, that's same location, right next door. Same building, same Same parking. Um, Follow us on social media. Even if you're not local, sharing our posts and just getting our name out there. The more people that we can get through the doors, the more kitties get adopted, Mm -hmm. the more kitties we can help. If you're looking for a place for grooming... Most grooming locations do not have a real waiting area. Right. You have an amazing waiting room. It's a great building. And um, one thing, I'll just put a little plug in for my groomer. I think she's fantastic. She does one dog at a time. So your dog comes in. It is not sitting in a cage all day. Comes in, gets groomed. 
and then your dog is ready to go. So your dog does not have to sit and be stressed and away from home all day. And I really love that. I think it reduces the stress for these dogs. You don't have a room full of cages. The dogs are sitting all day. Well, we're fostering a dog right now that is... Technically, he's dog reactive, but we would call him dog sensitive because Rosie, for whom Rosie Fund is named, was dog reactive. She got amped up if you saw a dog coming a couple blocks away when you're taking her on a walk. Mm -hmm. You needed to turn around. You needed to reroute. Vinny that we're fostering, and hopefully by the time we post this episode, we're no longer fostering him. He's in his forever home. He's sensitive to the presence of other dogs, and I think it was a socialization thing that either an owner or as a stray, he might not have been around other dogs. He's just not sure how to interact. And so taking him to a groomer where you're then going to put him in a kennel while he's waiting his turn, or there's three other dogs being groomed, that's fine for some dogs. But to know that here's a space where we could bring Vinny, he could get groomed and not have to get stressed out by the presence of another dog. Right. Right. And it's uh, that's that's a lot of dogs. And mm-hmm. also an, another thing is we've had quite a few come in that couldn't be groomed other places and I think it helps that it's that one-on-one and we had a lady cry in the lobby because her dog has not been able to be groomed because all groomers turned mm-hmm. him away because he was difficult. Mhm. She got through the grooming, and I think that plays a part in it, that it's quiet, it's calm, and it's just the two of them. So that's a big deal. I'm, the, I'm the, all about I, that. I, the emotion, I would think, would be the same as a parent looking for a babysitter and everyone saying, I can't handle your kid. Yes. I can't handle your kid. And then you finally get to that person who says, not a problem. I got this. That would be such a relief. She's very patient and really good with all dogs, but especially with dogs that are a little shy or unaccustomed to grooming Mm -hmm. and just need that conditioning to get used to it. She's very good with just giving them all the time that they need. Mm -hmm. And She's great. And she knows what she's doing. Your dog will look cute, too. (laughs) We'll just be well taken care of. It will look cute, too. I have another doggy daycare and boarding facility that is for all dogs. Our daycare is also centered around little dogs or senior dogs. So the whole thing is kind of more of a a niche Mm -hmm. for specific kinds of animals because I've seen a need. I've been doing this for over 30 years, and there's a lot of animals out there that just don't fit in in traditional settings. So I'm all about keeping people and their pets together, and if we can find a way to make that work, whether getting them groomed or having a daycare facility where they can come and be comfortable or helping lots and lots of kitties. That's kind of the the point of this whole space. So if you are interested in anything that we've talked about related to to Melissa's second chances, second cup, daycare, grooming, all of that, check out the links in the description for this episode. Or maybe this inspires you to do something where you're at, whether it's to start your own facility, your own shelter, your own rescue, or a niche grooming that is serving a population or a daycare that's serving a population that might not be served by what's available in your area, or just volunteering someplace that's already laid the groundwork for this. Melissa, Dawn, thank you so much for hosting us. And I can't name all the kitties... (laughs) 
two of whom are on my mixing board. And uh, once we get done with the interview, I'll go over the pricing of the mixing board because you're going to have to buy this because I can't take it with me. They've decided that this is a nice warm place to settle in and and take a nap on the mixing board. It's a very expensive heating pad. Yes. I think we can find cheaper options. But again, thank you for hosting us, and thank you for everything that you're doing for for the cats. Yes, Dawn. Can I say one thing? Oh, please. I just want to say, no matter where you are, there are homeless pets who need you. So wherever you are, find them and help them. Absolutely. Perfect Thank note. You so much for yes, uh, it has been our pleasure to be here, and I'm thrilled to give exposure to such a wonderful cause. So thank you for everything you're doing for your community and for these beautiful, beautiful cats. Thank you so much. I'm Phil Hatterman, and you've been listening to Dog Words presented by Rosie Fund. Thank you to Melissa Chrysler and Dawn Morgan for hosting us in the Second Cup Cat Cafe. Use the links in the description for more information and check out the Dog Words episodes I referenced. Don't forget to order your All the Coffee, All the Books, All the Cats shirt before December 21st, so Melissa's second chances will benefit from the matching donation. The shirt will still be available after the 21st, but let's do what we can to help this wonderful organization by ordering now. Next time on Dog Words, the dog gurus share their expertise with other pet services providers. A big thank you to alternative string duo The Wires, featuring cellist Sasha Groshong and violinist Laurel Morgan Parks for playing the wonderful music you've heard on today's and previous episodes of Dog Words. Supporting The Wires supports our mission. Learn more about The Wires, including their concert schedule at thewires.info, and download their music on iTunes. This is the perfect time to download or order their wonderful CD of holiday music, Winter. Over the next couple of episodes, you'll hear some of those selections right here on Dog Words. Check out FiddleLife.com and learn to play fiddle and cello fiddle online from Laurel and Sasha, even if you've never played before. Join Laurel and Sasha as they explore new music and delve into the inspiration behind each work as hosts of Sound Currents on 91.9 Classical KC. Click on the Sound Current links in the description for more information. Go to rosyfun.org to shop and get links to our social media. As always, please download, follow, rate, and share Dog Words. This helps us with sponsorships, then Rosie Fund can help more dogs. Send us your comments, questions, and suggestions via the contact form at rosiefund.org and let us know if you would like to be a sponsor or a guest of the Dog Words podcast. Thank you for listening to Dog Words, and remember, we save each other. <laughs>